When men grieve, quench, deny, excuse, insult, ignore, the Holy Ghost will depart. His Spirit will not always strive with you. And if he's striving with you right now, don't kick against the prince. Just say, come on, Jesus. Come on, Holy Spirit. Let me have it. I need it. Isaiah knew that we would speak with other tongues. Zechariah said it's going to fall like rain. Amos said it'll take some preparation. Hosea said it'll take the breaking up of your fallow ground. Malachi said what Pastor Chris was talking about. Suddenly he shall come to his temple. I got a question for you. Where had he been? We quote these little chivalrous of tradition. What that said was he will suddenly come to his temple. So if he's coming to it, that means he wasn't in it. Yet it was his temple. Why, may I ask you, is the Holy Spirit seen not dwelling in the temple of God's people. He has been abdicated. He has been asked to exit. He has been removed from the scene. He has been ignored. He has been denied. He has been blasphemed. He has been insulted. Hmm. Well, that must have been a preaching part. You hear me tonight? Jesus said, hanging there pallid and pale, wheezing and hissing and bleeding by which the very veins of God himself are emptied. And finally he was able to utter those words, it is finished. But the church has defined those three words to mean it is over. He didn't say it was over. I don't know whether to stand up or sit down. I said he did not say it's over. It ain't over <laughs> till it's over. Time for you to hold on. Time for you to tie a knot in the end of your rope. We're talking about taking that great theological leap out of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John where it's God in Christ into the book of Acts where the God in Christ becomes the Christ in you. The third thing is prayer. Just get it down. I'll come back to it. The third thing is prayer. Number four is where I've been trying to get to for some time. Conviction. Number five is repentance. Number six is revival. Let me give you a definition right, right here at the onset of what revival is Revi and what revival is not. Revival is not when that world out there gets saved. That's not revival. Revival is when the church gets saved so that it will pray, so that the conviction of the Holy Spirit will come, so that repentance may come, so that a revival may come, and then and only then an awakening. 
like they had on Lewis Island where men would be walking down the street and with nobody preaching to them, nobody saying a word to them, the convicting power of the Holy Spirit so settled in upon them that they would be knocked from their feet and cry out, my God, what must I do to be saved? They'd wake up out of a deep sleep at three or four o'clock in the morning and like a zombie walk to where they could find a church meeting going on and there fall prostrate before the holy presence of God, begging God to save them and break the power of the conviction of the Holy Spirit off of their lives. Now, I have come to the point. The Holy Spirit is not optional. I don't know if you're shouting online or not. I said, the Holy Ghost is not optional. Now far be it for me to make trouble, but those of you who sit in churches where there is not one ounce of the anointing of the Holy Spirit, better get your children I feel Kentucky all over me. I said, you better get your youngins and grab your pocketbook. You better head to your car and get a speeding ticket on the way home to get away from Ichabod. Watch this. When an unclean spirit, Luke 11, verse 24, Telling you this blew up in my spirit this week. When an unclean spirit goes out of a man, we could say a place. We could say a church. We could say a city because no nation ever fell until that pulpit failed. And I can tell you right now, the pulpit has failed in regard to the Holy Ghost. I am weary with preachers and so-called saints that think it's okay for the Holy Spirit to be abdicated. Oh, but they're good people. Well, now wait a minute. To deny the Holy Spirit and his work and his manifestations and his demonstrations is sin. When a spirit, an unclean spirit, goes out of a man, what does it do? Where does it go? It goes to a dry place underline dry place underline dry place some of you are getting ahead of me already when an unclean spirit goes out it goes seeking rest in a dry place there's no place 
more dry than a church that has abdicated the Holy Ghost and people who have denied and, and walked away from the Holy Ghost. That's the driest place. So I'm just of the opinion, after 43 years of preaching this gospel, that most demons are not hanging out at the bar, they're sitting in church pews. The convicting power and work of the Holy Spirit must be present in the life of every believer. Without it, we risk abandoning hearts that are tender and open and possessing cold and stony hearts, which are void of the power of God, void of his great love. Now you must hear the words of this Pentecostal preacher. We are right now in the glorious season of the feast, the celebration of Pentecost when God Almighty made an appointment to baptize the believers in the book of Acts with the fire, with the miracle working power of the Holy Spirit. And today he makes that same appointment with you. One of only seven yearly feasts, the Feast of Pentecost stands right in the middle. It's a beacon standing above all the others because it announces God's power, his brightness, his energy, his blessing. I teach you more about all of that in my very, very special ministry letter this month. And I pray you've received yours in the mail. I want you to lay hold on every blessing. But remember, your blessings begin with a Pentecost seed, a seed sown in faith and in obedience as the Lord commands. Now remember, your blessings begin when a seed for Pentecost, sown in faith and obedience, leaves your hand. As God commands, we must come before him with an offering in our hand at Pentecost, a seed that can release the miracle working power of the Holy Spirit into your life. There is an anointing on my life that I received from my mentor, my pastor, Dr. Lester Sumrall, which was released to him from the incredible Smith Wigglesworth, my grandfather in the faith. A man so gifted by the Holy Spirit that seven people were verifiably raised from the dead in his ministry. Those dead things in your life are about to come to life again. Miracles, bodies being healed, financial miracles, children being saved and baptized in the Holy Spirit. Your prayers are going to be answered. This is not a time to ignore God's instruction. If you do, you'll miss your blessing. This is a commanded time to appear before God. And he said in Deuteronomy 16, 16, do not come empty handed. Your Bible spells it out so very clearly. As one of my most faithful friends, I want you to receive every blessing that God wants to pour out in your life. 
you are no longer just a fan of the message. The exact same spirit that invaded the borrowed tomb and raised to life again the three-day dead body of the Prince of God now lives in you. It's by the power of God's spirit, the mighty baptism in the Holy Ghost. So call now. Sow your Pentecost seed $50. $1 for every day between Passover and Pentecost. Or a $50 Pentecost seed in each hand, $100 as a praise before God for what he's done, he's doing, and he's about to do in your life. Some today are called by the Holy Spirit to sow an uncommon Pentecost seed, a $1,000 seed. Is that you? It's not everyone. Is it you? Help me take the message of Pentecost to the world and right there into your home. Call right now or write to me. The address is right there on your screen or you can just log on rodparsley.com. The Feast of Pentecost is your destiny-shaking appointment with power. Sow your Pentecost seed before June 5th and place yourself in position to receive the seven promised blessings of peace, protection, and prosperity. Sow in multiples of 50 to mark the 50 days between Passover and Pentecost. For your double portion seed of $100 or more, our gift to you is Dr. Parsley's two-part video celebrating our rich spiritual heritage, What If There Were No Holy Spirit? Plus, grow in faith and power by reading about the people and events in the new book, 50 Moments of Pentecostal History. For your very special Pentecost seed of $1,000 or more, you'll be one of the first to receive the newly released three-volume Treasury of Pentecost, Truth That Turned the World Upside Down books that are foundational to the Pentecostal power experience. Plus, this exciting new revealing interview, Reflections on Pentecost. Learn how the Spirit of God has moved powerfully in this worldwide ministry in the past 40 years. Your name will also be added to the family of 120 upper room believers in Dr. Parsley's prayer chamber. For a commanded Pentecost offering of any size, you'll receive two vials of anointing oil to anoint your home and family. Please don't delay. Pentecost Sunday is June 5th. Call, text, or log on today. Friend, it's time to release your seed, rejoice in faith, and receive your harvest. When an unclean spirit goes out, it goes seeking rest in a dry place. There's no place more dry than a church that has abdicated the Holy Ghost and people who have denied and, and walked away from the Holy Ghost. That's the driest place. So I'm just of the opinion, after 43 years of preaching this gospel, that most demons are not hanging out at the bar, they're sitting in church pews. A.W. Tozer, A.W. Tozer said, the average Christian these days is so cold and contented with his wretched condition 
watch me, that there is no vacuum of desire into which the Holy Spirit might rush in satisfying fullness. C.H. Spurgeon said this, apart from the Spirit of God, we can do nothing. <laughs> I wish some preachers had learned that. I wish some worship leaders would learn that. We've had enough of your talent and your flesh. We'd like to have the anointing. We can do nothing. We're like ships without the wind in their sails. We're like chariots without steeds, horses to pull them, like branches without sap. We are withered. Now I'm going to place something in your spirit right now that you should remember always. Here it is. Whether it is nature or your body, there is nothing that can survive with a vacuum. Now, one of our beautiful elders' wives is here with me tonight. She is a trainer of, of nurses, and we salute you all. But she will tell you that what they taught her in her training is that the body cannot survive a vacuum. If they remove your kidney, your body will close up that gap. You're not listening to me. Vacuums are where diseases grow. You ever got, had a tooth pulled? And they said, now be careful, you don't get a what? A dry socket. Ah, that's healed over on the surface but is a chasm underneath because soon and very soon that empty place will be filled with something. Oh, I'm helping you. Listen to me. You, the body of Christ, cannot survive with a vacuum. Be not drunk with wine, where's an excess? Neither give place, neither give place, place, topos, a position, an opening, a door open, a, a, a room not swept. Don't, don't give a place, a position of vacuum. Don't give him space, limited by occupancy but be filled. Your Bible says, Ephesians 5.18, be not drunk with wine, where is it excess, but be filled, shout, be filled with the Holy Spirit. Filled in your mind, filled in your body, filled in your emotions, filled in your attitudes, filled in your actions, 
be filled. Bezalel knew that it would be necessary to be filled with the Holy Ghost to build the temple. I don't know how we got wet behind the ears preachers that think they can do a cookie cutter church and just look like everybody else and do what everybody else. No vision from God. No mountaintop experience where they come down with their face shining like the noonday sun. They think all they got to do is go to some church growth seminar and whoop, they a pastor. Couldn't pastor a, a brood of puppy dogs. Peter said, if I'm going to preach with resurrection power, I got to get filled with the Holy Ghost. Paul said, if I'm going to have a supernatural ministry, I got to be filled with the Holy Ghost. John said, if I'm going to be effective on the island of Patmos, receiving the vision of Jesus Christ, I better be filled with the Holy Ghost. Prayer meetings in the New Testament church were characterized, and the Holy Spirit filled the place where they were sitting. The Beatitudes announced to us all, being filled with the Holy Spirit is necessary uh, 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 for holy living. I'm tired of making excuses for preachers and saints that ain't. The church ought to demand more. We are right now in the glorious season of the feast, the celebration of Pentecost, when God Almighty made an appointment to baptize the believers in the book of Acts with the fire, with the miracle-working power of the Holy Spirit. And today, he makes that same appointment with you. One of only seven yearly feasts, the Feast of Pentecost, stands right in the middle. It's a beacon standing above all the others because it announces God's power, his brightness, his energy, his blessing. I teach you more about all of that in my very, very special ministry letter this month. And I pray you've received yours in the mail. I want you to lay hold on every blessing. But remember, your blessings begin with a Pentecost seed, a seed sown in faith and in obedience as the Lord commands. Now remember, your blessings begin when a seed for Pentecost, sown in faith and obedience, leaves your hand. As God commands, we must come before him with an offering in our hand at Pentecost, a seed that can release the miracle-working power of the Holy Spirit into your life. There is an anointing on my life that I received from my mentor, my pastor, Dr. Lester Sumrall, which was released to him from the incredible Smith Wigglesworth, my grandfather in the faith. A man so gifted by the Holy Spirit that seven people were verifiably raised from the dead in his ministry. Those dead things in your life are about to come to life again. Miracles, bodies being healed, financial miracles, children being saved and baptized in the Holy Spirit. 
your prayers are going to be answered. This is not a time to ignore God's instruction. If you do, you'll miss your blessing. This is a commanded time to appear before God, and he said in Deuteronomy 16, 16, do not come empty-handed. Your Bible spells it out so very clearly. As one of my most faithful friends, I want you to receive every blessing that God wants to pour out in your life. You are no longer just a fan of the message. The exact same spirit that invaded the borrowed tomb and raised to life again the three-day dead body of the Prince of God now lives in you. It's by the power of God's Spirit, the mighty baptism in the Holy Ghost. So call now. Sow your Pentecost seed $50. $1 for every day between Passover and Pentecost. Or a $50 Pentecost seed in each hand, $100 as a praise before God for what he's done, he's doing, and he's about to do in your life. Some today are called by the Holy Spirit to sow an uncommon Pentecost seed, a $1,000 seed. Is that you? It's not everyone. Is it you? Help me take the message of Pentecost to the world and right there into your home. Call right now or write to me the address is right there on your screen, or you can just log on, rodparsley.com. The Feast of Pentecost is your destiny-shaking appointment with power. Sow your Pentecost seed before June 5th and place yourself in position to receive the seven promised blessings of peace, protection, and prosperity. Sow in multiples of 50 to mark the 50 days between Passover and Pentecost. For your double portion seed of $100 or more, our gift to you is Dr. Parsley's two-part video celebrating our rich spiritual heritage, What If There Were No Holy Spirit? Plus, grow in faith and power by reading about the people and events in the new book, 50 Moments of Pentecostal History. For your very special Pentecost seed of $1,000 or more, you'll be one of the first to receive the newly released three-volume Treasury of Pentecost, Truth That Turned the World Upside Down books that are foundational to the Pentecostal power experience. Plus, this exciting new revealing interview, Reflections on Pentecost. Learn how the Spirit of God has moved powerfully in this worldwide ministry in the past 40 years. Your name will also be added to the family of 120 upper room believers in Dr. Parsley's prayer chamber. For a commanded Pentecost offering of any size, you'll receive two vials of anointing oil to anoint your home and family. Please don't delay. Pentecost Sunday is June 5th. Call, text, or log on today. Friend, it's time to release your seed, rejoice in faith, and receive your harvest. What you've been through hell for, you will obtain, you and your family will reap what you've been praying for. It is Him at work, Lord, have mercy, that you are watching do a divine thing. And I don't know about you, but I made up my mind. I'm not letting go of what I know just because you don't know. 
know it. This ain't no monument and we ain't building museums. This is a movement. We, we plan on invading darkness. What if 10, 12, 15 years of answer prayer was released in your life in a day? everything you do because one ounce of obedience will do more for you than all the 